Hello, podcast listeners. Let's get connected. Welcome to another edition of PWC Connections, the podcast. I will be one of your hosts. My name is Lamont Henson, and I'm so lucky to be joined by Miss Lexi Hasapis. What's going on, Lexi? Woo, I'm happy to be here. I, for those who may not know what's going on, <laughs> Lexi is juggling a lot of things with home maintenance and life. And yes, I'm very glad that you're here as well. It's not an easy task these days. No, I wish I, w I did have a generator. Yes. That's, I do wish that. And my house is flooded from the last rain and I have no HVAC and I have a hot tub under my house. But I'm here because I love to talk about things PWC. All the things, all the things. And great segue. It is, uh, we're at the tail end of June going into July. For those who don't know, from June until November, it is hurricane season, especially here in North Carolina. Our area is very susceptible to severe weather. And one of the topics or the topic that we're going to discuss today is generator safety. Having a generator can help things remain convenient for you in a storm uh, if your power goes out or if whatever service it could be when we, we were having a conversation prior to getting started some people have a generator that can operate their will so with that being said our guest today that's going to help us uh navigate and talk about some safety tips is none other than our power line field supervisor mr britton o'quinn we call him brit what's going on brit <laughs> that's right thanks for joining us a resident expert. Glad to be here. Good to be seen. All right, so let's get started. For those who may not know, Britt has joined us for some other topics, but we're going to, we do this, we like to let our audience get familiar with our guests. So Britt, if you would, tell us how long you've been with PWC and what does your title encompass? What does a power line field supervisor do? Uh, well, I've been at PWC going on 35 years this October. I have 35. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I know, right? Where's time go? I joined the force in 88, 1988. Wow. Uh, my job consists of mainly, I got four overhead crews that I look over. Um, my job consists of answering the telephone a lot. Yeah. Got a lot of calls. We get customer concerns, uh, crew concerns. Uh, just keeping the, keeping the crews busy. Uh, a lot of work out there. Not was growing again. We go up and down with uh, neighborhoods. Um and a lot of industrial stuff going on, right. you know, restaurants and stuff being built, stores and mm -hmm. stuff. So we've been staying busy. Yeah. Staying busy. And we appreciate what you do year round, but especially in this summer heat. Oh, it's tough. Wow. It's tough. That monkey, we call it the monkey on your back. Oh, it is it so on your back and get tapping on your head. And before <laughs> you know it, you fell out cramping and it's bad. And they, once it gets you, it takes a long time to get over it. Yeah, yeah so heat, really heat safety, heat very safety, important. Exactly right. Now, now, what do you see during this time of year? Uh, 35 years of experience. Uh, now, I know you, you're sitting in the office now, but you used to be out there all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the schools are out. That's another thing. Uh, a lot of people's home. A lot of kids are at home. Try not to have the power out unless it's an emergency. Mm -hmm. Just for that reason, because it's so hot. Right. And people at home, um, the heat's terrible. We do start at six thirty. Try to get the hardest part of our day done by lunch. Some, and then we do work after lunch, but we try to get the hardest stuff done before then. The hand digging, we do a lot of hand digging. Uh, people don't realize there's things in the ground now that you cannot put the auger 
and used a truck to dig. You got to dig by hand because you got gas, telephone, uh, fiber, all kind of stuff in the ground. So that's why it's important to call eight one one shameless exactly plug. Right. But always call sorry them. to interrupt. Before you dig. Before you dig. <laughs> and uh, but we try to get the most of the hard stuff done before before the heat hits here. I think this weekend the heated desk will be like hundred and twelve smoking Sunday or Monday. Mm. So it's gonna be tough. And that humidity. Yeah. It's and like you gotta chew it. It's oh, so, oh, so I know, thick. Right? <laughs> and on top of that the wildfires. Yeah. Can't oh. have a breeze start with it. Here's a wildfire. Terrible. Yep. So as mentioned, it's storm season. They've already had one brewing earlier. Mm-hmm. What was it? Tropical storm Brett. Brett, I think. Yep. Was that yep. you, Brett? That yep. me. I'm Brett with an I. That Brett was E. Yeah, it was close. <laughs> so as we were, as we opened, we were talking about we we're going to discuss generator safety. A generator. What is a generator? All right, look, by layman's definition or whatever, it's a device that converts uh, your power. So your molecular energy. It's a fuel-based power, and it converts it so things can still keep running. I don't know if I can quite describe what it looks like, but it's a big... How, how would you describe it? A like big this? square. Yeah, a big, big square block. With, a, with, with a, some with handles a, and wheels. With an engine <laughs> with a, with in the middle. With a motor on it. Yeah. yeah. There we go. That's right. And it allows you to plug in and keep running just in case the power does go out. There are uh, typically two types that are purchased. There is the 16 kW and the 22 kW. Yes, sir. Now, talk about that, Britt, from uh, your experience, I guess, as a, a homeowner as well as a line lineman. How would you advise people to move in terms of getting a generator? Um, the, the first thing you need to do is decide what you're going to try to keep running with the generator. 90% of people want to keep their refrigerators and freezers on. Okay. Um, and that's very important. And But something a lot of people don't understand, uh, if you do not open that refrigerator and that freezer, if you don't open it, just leave it shut, leave it alone. Stuff will stay frozen 12 to 14 hours before it starts thawing out. It takes a long time. But once you crack that lid, and that seal is broken, it, it'll start thawing out. Um, I would, my first, well, like me, I, I'm in the country. I'm on a well. So I have two generators. I have one that runs my water, and I have one for lights in the house. Um, the main thing on a generator is you got to watch out for back feed. Mm-hmm. Um, it will actually put voltage back on the line and it will kill the lineman out there working. And the generators nowadays, like little Honda generators, they are so quiet. Mm. You can't hear them running. So if I have one, sorry to interrupt you. If I have one, the power's out, it's on. And I see a line truck somewhere close. I either need to turn it off or I need to go talk to the guys and say, Hey, I got a generator on. That's great. Okay. That's, that's really good to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have our guys, we do not handle nothing without rubber gloves on mm-hmm. during a storm because you don't never know what's on the other end, which that's, I mean, that's any time, mm-hmm. especially during uh, when there's, there's a storm, storms coming through and people need generators. Uh, and then you got another kind of generator, which is your household generator, that uh, it detects that the power is off in a matter of 10 seconds, it switches over. And will power the whole house. You nice. Know? Yeah, sweet. Yes. Runs off natural gas. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're very, and then when the power comes on, the transfer switch picks that up and it cuts off. Mm-hmm. So it's like you never hardly ever lose power at all. Mm-hmm. You know, at all. 
Yeah, two of my family members have those, and I'm super jealous. So if there's a storm, and I'm not working, but we're probably working yes. that storm, we'll be over there. Or That's at right. least I'll drop That's my right. dog off over there. there. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> so it's, it, it seems pretty simple. Let me make sure I got this. The power goes out. Yep. All right. The generator detects that the outage mm -hmm. is has occurred. Mm -hmm. Then there's a transfer switch yes, sir. that automatically clicks over. You said about 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. So you never really can tell if you lose power. No. Not really. And it stays on until service is restored. That's right. That's the whole home one. That's the whole home mm -hmm. generator. But the one you have like at your house for the well, you have to physically go turn it on. Yes. And put gas in it. Mm -hmm. Gasoline. Oh. Gasoline. Gasoline. And those are the ones that have to stay outside. They have to be outside. Do Carbon not put outside. them in Never. your garage. No, Don't no. put them in your kitchen. Nope. Mm -mm. And people say, well, what happens if it gets wet? Uh, put your tarp over it. You know, make you got to kind of use your imagination, mm -hmm. uh, but never, never, never put it inside or close to a window. Mm -hmm. Just get it away from the house. Mm -hmm. hmm. About how far? Some people, I know some people store them in a the garage or. Well, yeah, I, I, I store mine in my garage um, and I have make sure you drain all the gas out mm -hmm. when you get ready to put it up. Oh. Because the generator is something you might not use it once every two or three years. That's mm -hmm. right. And mm -hmm. that old gasoline is sitting there and gum up the carburetor. Then you got to go get the carburetor rebuilt, and you ain't got time for that because storms coming. And <laughs> you have to go buy a new generator. Work. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So always cut it off. Just, they got to cut off on the gas. Right. Let it run. Let it run itself out. Just spit, 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 spit. Cut off. Open the uh, the little tube up. Drain the gas out of it. Put it away. It don't hurt to crank them once a year just to get them out and crank it. Let, let it run. Mm -hmm. But uh, make sure it's sitting level because if it's sitting on, on a hill, it will not crank. It's got a <clears throat> an oil detector in it. If that oil's not in that stick like it's supposed to be, you sit there and pull it all day long, it will not crank. Mm. I found out the hard way. I had to put a center <laughs> block under mine. I had like a little slope. And what it was, mm. my oil wasn't, it would touch the stick. So it's, it's, it's a safety thing, so it won't blow mm. it up. Mm. Um, that's, that's a good thing to do is go ahead and get it out and crank it and, and make sure it's going to run and, and keep it, especially when the don't wait till the last minute. Don't wait the day for the hurricane's boat to hit to get generator out. What I'm trying to say. No, you just find a guy on the corner, have 10 of them from Lowe's, and it'll be double the price, That's right? exactly right. Everything <laughs> shoots up. And so if I have one and I go to Lowe's and I get me one, can I connect it to my house myself? Or do I need an electrician? Uh, you can't do it to yourself. Mm -hmm. before you, yourself. I mean, I personally wouldn't, but can right. other people? You, it can. If, if somebody has got a little knowledge mm -hmm. about how to, to, to uh, do that, I, I would recommend getting an electrician. Mm -hmm. Um to be on the safe side. Mm -hmm. And when you do do it, he'll, he'll go through you how to, to uh, cut the main breaker off so okay. it won't backfill on the lines. Okay. Um, but I would get an electrician to show me how to do that. And that's something else that we need to kind of plan for before the season gets mm -hmm. here because electricians are really super duper busy. Mm -hmm. um, so I would, yeah, I would, if I was a personal home generator like that, that you get at Lowe's, mm -hmm. I would get a professional electrician to show you how to hook it up, put your, your certain plug and stuff in your house and sure. what to what to cut off it on mm -hmm. when you're to use it. And they'll remind you not to put it in your garage and shut the door. Definitely. Yep. That's exactly right. And that's a reminder to perhaps get some carbon monoxide detectors, yep. alarms uh, mm -hmm. installed as well, just in case. That's right. That's a good thing to have those on hand at all times, Absolutely. especially if you got gas in your house. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how can you avoid overloading the generator? Um, you will, it's kind of, well, just use what you think you need to use at one time. Don't don't try to do the whole house because you're not going to be able to do it anyway. It'll warn you about lows. Um, you'll hear the motor change tunes when it starts getting load on it. You'll see the lights get a little bit, you know, dimmer. 
that's mm-hmm. getting to the point to where you're going to choke it out. So just unplug one and go room to room. Um, so don't watch TV, dry your hair, mm-hmm. and, no, <laughs> and all that no. at the same time. Most people just have in the a storm. Fan. In, in the, the storm. storm. Most people just have a fan going and mm-hmm. keep the refrigerator going. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. You know, um, cooking wise, yeah, it, uh, you're just not going to run a stove on 120. Mm-hmm. All your stoves are 240. Yeah. Uh, that's why people have grills, you know, yep. like they're camping. It's like barbecue, a thing. barbecue time or pop tarts. That's, that's you what go. you got one, during one hurricane. That's it. Or sandwich. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's See, right. we're giving out survival tips. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Man, that's hurricane right. Florence. I lived off pop tarts. Oh yeah. I need you. <laughs> Blueberry. No, I <laughs> Oh my gosh. You and Carolyn that's Justice Henson. Yep. Those are her favorite. Blueberry. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Now, what about proper fuel storage? You talked about draining the generator, but okay. What yep. about storing the fuel? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep mine outside under the shelter, um, plastic jugs or, or metal jugs, either or, um, make sure your gas is fresh too, because you know, a lot of times people, well, I cut my own grass, so I got, I go through gas all the time, but a lot of people just have, you know, gasoline for a generator. It could get old over a couple of years, you know, that mm-hmm. smell to it. Right. Um, but use regular gas, 87 octane, just like you put in your car. It was fine. And I think we've kind of hinted around to it in terms of proper connection, but never connect to a wall outlet. Always use an extension cord. Yes, sir. The three prong. Yep. That's exactly right. Making yeah. sure that it is uh, rated properly for its intended use. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people hear the word transformer. My transformer blew up. Well, think about the word transformer. Transformer trans- transforms power. 90% of our lines in Fevel are 7,200, 7,200 volts. We do have 14.4 in some areas towards the west side of town. The wire on top of the pole is 7,200. The transformer is hooked to the wire. It goes down into the transformer into windings, and it transformed that 7,200 to 240, 120 on one leg and 120 on the other leg. From there, it goes to your house, to your meter base in your house. You got it. So, if you hook a transfer, uh, transformer, if you hook a generator up, and you don't cut that main breaker off, the whole process is reversed. The generator is running. Oh. It's putting out the 240, goes up the your meter base, out on the line, or you cut it to your house, to our line, to the generator, Goes through those to the transformer, goes through those windings, and guess what? You got 7200. It reverses it, it transforms it back. That's why it's so important to cut that main breaker off when you hook up a generator. And that's what you refer to as back feed. That's back feed. Oh, look at you. That's the first time I've actually understood it. There you go. This is amazing. I'm going to listen to this 10 more times. (laughs) (laughs) That was the math section of this episode. But I was like making me a little diagram. I'm like, oh, now, now I get it. That's what we get. We, the generator, you could take low voltage and make it through the windings to the transformer to high voltage. Mm. Just like we do high voltage through the mm-hmm. transformer to low voltage to your house. Yeah, and we don't want that. We want it going to your house. That's Not, right. not that's backwards. Right. We don't want backwards. That's why mm-hmm. you open that main breaker. Mm-hmm. And most main breakers are at the top of the paddle box. Mm-hmm. It's the bigger one. The big one. The mm-hmm. old big one. They're probably mm-hmm. three, four inches. The old big master mm-hmm. main breaker. You got these little ones that's inside. Yeah. <laughs> the big one. The big one. The big one. Cut it off. Look at that. You know, and that way it won't come back on the line. I feel very educated now. Oh, 
Thank you, Brent. I'm glad I can help. Thank you. <laughs> There's always new innovations. What are some of the new things you're seeing out there on the market that are uh, helping to supplement energy? Um, definitely solar panels. Yeah, yeah. Solar panels are a big thing. Um, a lot of houses are putting them on on the uh, on their roofs and stuff. Um, if you don't have gosh shade trees, that ain't gonna work. But if you're out <laughs> in the opening where you can get enough sun, uh, that's a big thing. Yeah. And now I've heard, I haven't seen one, but Ford uh, has got a truck called a Ford Lightning that's supposed to be able to power the whole house. Now, yeah, I'm not a salesman. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're saying. That's the hearsay. Mm-hmm. But they can also you plug in, so like it must have a like a generator in inside. Yep. It's got to have it's got to have something to where that truck's running. If it's a hybrid, like some trucks that are running, you know, keep the battery mm-hmm. charged. I don't. I'm not sure how it works. It's I can't imagine this, how expensive that. that truck is. I know, right? <laughs> I can't imagine how big the batteries are. That's crazy. So if I have solar panels on my house and it's not raining and I have light, can that power my house when my other power is out? Sure. It's got a capacitor, so you're okay. charging. You're charging the whole time, you know, during the day mm-hmm. when the sun's out. Yesterday, two days ago. So you could use your solar panels as a type of generator. There you go. Well, that's really cool too. Mm-hmm. I like that. Look at all the cool stuff. Yeah. How many solar panels have you had to deal with, or 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 in PwC we land? We don't hook them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a spec that the electrician goes by because they're separate from our meter base. Mm-hmm. Um. But some of our service guys have dealt with them mm-hmm. as far as hooking, you know, setting meters and stuff mm-hmm. and tying them into the meter bases. Mm-hmm. And so now our, some of our solar customers, well, depend, we've got two different rooftop solar programs, but sometimes the additional power they generate goes back into our system. That's exactly right. It saves customer money, saves PWC mm-hmm. money. That's mm-hmm. really cool. It is. It but is. you have to do different stuff when you go to houses like that. So um, obviously you see the solar panels. Oh, yeah, different, different troubleshooting. Mm-hmm. It could be, yes. That's it's, cool. It just depends, you know, mm-hmm. what the problem is. It's awesome. All right. Let's land this plane. Okay. You're flying. <laughs> I'm riding. Britt, we greatly appreciate you joining us, uh, kind of putting a bow on this. Please go to our website, FAYPWC.com, to get the generator tips that we've talked about here, as well as some more. I think the key ones to make sure things are properly connected, you might want to consult with an electrician. We're trying to avoid backfeed to keep everyone safe and keep your generator outside to avoid the fumes and things from getting inside of your home. Those are just three. But as we mentioned, there are others on our website. Uh, Please continue to listen to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, PwC Connections. That's the name. Just do a search. And it'll pop up. We're getting close to 100 episodes, believe it or not. Wow. Are we going to have a party? Maybe. Wow. Maybe, maybe. A transformer cake. Try to invite we'll all our guests <laughs> to come in and have say a little something for helping us get there. Uh, Britt, once again, thank you. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. For those who don't know, our storm preparation guide is available. Uh, you can go to our website, Storm Central. You can make a request. You probably have already received one in the mail if you're one of our customers. They're also going to be available within the community at rec centers, the library, some of our universities. I know Fayetteville State is going to get some. Uh, so just be on the lookout for that booklet. It has some of the tips that we've discussed here, as well as others to help you stay prepared during hurricane season. Uh, Lexi, am I forgetting anything? No, just be be safe out there. And we're coming up on 4th of July, so I hope everyone has a happy 4th as well as you guys. Thanks again. We're signing off.